Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Welcome to the April 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club. Coming to you from Sydney, Australia, my name is Damien Marucci. I'm here with Dr. Gihan Karunaratni, who is one of the registrars at St. George Hospital. We are talking about breast reconstruction following breast implant-associated anaplastic large cell lymphoma. This is by Drs. Lamaris et al., including uh, Professor Arnand Deva from here in Sydney. And this was published in the March 2019 PRS Supplement on ALCL. Um, so, Gihan, what was this paper about? Um, so essentially this paper was uh, looking at uh, implant-associated ALCL um, and potential reconstruction after appropriate management for that. Um, and, and they aimed to provide sort of guidelines in regards to timing and reconstruction type um, following ALCL management. Yeah, so they had I think a total of 66 patients with ALCL, but of those, there were 18 patients who subsequently underwent um, breast reconstruction. Um, what sort of different techniques were used by yeah. the authors? Yeah, so majority of the patients underwent smooth implants. Um, that was followed by sort of uh, smooth implants with a local lat dorsi flap, um, a DEP flap, um, and serial fat grafting, um, and a couple of patients also just had a mastopexy alone. And what were the results? Um, so there was no complications um, from any of the, uh, no surgical complications. Um, in terms of uh, the timing of the uh, reconstruction, uh, the authors um, offered a really nice uh, strategy um, in regards to how the the ALCL was staged. Um, so based on that, um, stages 1A to 1C um, were able to be offered an immediate reconstruction, but also offered a delayed reconstruction, um, depending on patient um, patient factors. Yeah, so basically they were able to do an immediate, well, they reported that their 18 patients, seven or 39% mm. underwent an immediate reconstruction, and then 61% um, underwent a delayed reconstruction. Um, the algorithm which they presented was very interesting. Um, are you able to explain what is meant by 1A to a 1C, like like just in very rough terms? Yeah. Because they were saying if it's a 1C or less, so 1A, 1B, 1C, then they say they think it's okay to do an immediate reconstruction. However, if it's a 1D or any of the twos, any of the threes, then they've recommended do not do an immediate reconstruction, uh, do a PET scan and other staging six to 12 months down the track before considering reconstruction. So what, what do those stages actually mean? Um, so essentially the stages um, represented local extension of um, disease. Um, so they define that by um, involvement of only the luminal side of the capsule, um, infiltration into the capsule or extending beyond the capsule. Um, and then also nodal involvement and uh, distant metastasis. Um, and based on that, they had an algorithm for uh, sort of staging it. Yeah. Um, Look, I think, I think one of the things about this paper was that the types of reconstruction 
which were performed were pretty much in keeping with the type of reconstruction you would expect with any sort of breast reconstruction after cancer. Uh, even the proportion of implant-based versus autologous are pretty much in keeping with what, uh, for example, happens in North America. Um, the numbers, unfortunately, were small, but this is a, a rare new condition. And also, it wasn't clear exactly how much follow-up was performed because they spoke about cases which had occurred between 1998 and 2018. So obviously the uh, follow-up is very short uh, for the 2018 cohort. As they mentioned in their discussion, it is believed there may be a genetic component to patients who develop ALCL. And so even though smooth implants were used, um, uh, one wonders whether it would give you pause putting another implant into someone who may have a genetic predisposition uh, to developing ALCL. Um, also, previous uh, cases of ALCL have developed in patients whose current implants were smooth, even though a previous implant had been textured. Now, I don't know whether performing a complete capsulectomy completely resets the clock, or whether there still is a potential for them to develop ALCL uh, in the presence of an implant down the track. Um, but I think that this paper is a good first step, hopefully with greater follow-up and larger numbers, um, we can answer the question whether it is safe to put an implant back in these patients or whether autologous forms of reconstruction uh, should um, be promoted in this particular patient group. Do you have anything else you want to add there? No, I think the only other thing to add was uh, the only really uh, negative finding that the paper had was one patient who was highly dissatisfied with their um, outcomes. and that. Uh, was not due to this, any sort of surgical issue per se, um, but rather that the patient had um, not fully thought through the idea of having uh, further implants and um, was very anxious and fearful of uh, getting a repeat of her ALCL. Um, so they made a note of uh, just making sure that a full discussion of the psychosocial impacts um, is had with the patient um, prior to sort of proceeding with especially implant-based reconstruction. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.